The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey everybody, welcome to a uh, brand new Rough House podcast. Hey now. Um, uh, I'm Chris, that's Marty, Justin is dealing with life, so it's just the two of us tonight. Um, sorry in advance. <laughs> yeah, sorry I missed your your Skype call there, Marty. I, uh, like you said, I was having a little bit of a, a Lincoln Park jam sesh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so to, to pull the curtain back a little bit, not too far back, we we use two services concurrently to put together this yes. podcast. Uh, there is what's called Cast, which allows uh-huh. us to record together, but we also yeah. use Skype for the video purposes in case like we need to interrupt each other. It doesn't always work. We end up talking over each other anyway, but <laughs> ideally but, that's the way it yes. would work. Exactly. So I jumped on uh, to the call to record this brand new episode, and because of the nature of Chris's setup, I could hear the noise coming into his microphone, and dude was jamming out to the theme from the first Transformers movie. And, and so, sorry, first Michael Bay Transformers movie. I don't want to say first one ever because that's the animated well, one. I'm not going to fight you on that. That's Justin's hill to die on. Right, so here's what right. was happening while. Um, I was uh, waiting for for you uh, to get yourself ready. I was I was doing laundry because tomorrow morning I leave for Los Angeles for Lucha Underground. So I had to make sure that I had um, uh, plenty of clean underwear and socks because Lord knows yes. those are the most important things for any traveling thing. Uh, but I also have my, my my work clothes in the load of laundry too. So I wanted to make sure I got those hung up before um, before the show started. And while I was uh, waiting and prepping and eating my big plate of pizza rolls and scheduling out the rest of the uh, King of the Costume bracket, which we'll talk about in a minute, yeah. I cultivated I – w- I don't want to say made. I want to say cultivated a playlist on Spotify – that is uh, the best and worst of new metal, of which I okay. uh, unabashedly love. So right before the Lincoln Park, I don't know if you heard that uh, was Power Man Five Thousand. Uh, there was some drowning pool in there. Yeah, there was okay. some drowning pool in there. Uh, I mean, it goes. I went deep on this playlist. I don't know how deep you got in new metal game, if at all. Like scrape 
And oh wow. Um, yeah, there were there's some that that's deeper than, than my bands. level of knowledge, but you know, yeah, as, as, switched yeah, non-point I, taproot. Yeah, yeah, I definitely remember non-point, definitely remember taproot, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh speaking as a kid who br- grew up in Baltimore County and was into the rock scene more than the the rap scene. Yeah, yeah. like that late 90s early 2000s new metal that somehow still ended up on TRL at times. Yeah. That was that was yeah. part of my teenage years really really hard. So I, I certainly right. understand. And don't act like you didn't have the first two Linkin Park records. At least oh, this one. The the first one definitely and I was also a really big fan of the the collaboration they did with Jay-Z. That collision uh, course was really good. Yeah, yeah. After so, that yeah. though, eh, kind of a mess. Kind of Co- a mess. couple songs here and there that were pretty good. Um Given Up from Minutes of Midnight was a jam. Um there's 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 been a few. Sure. Uh, that was that was in a really cool scene. I know we're talking movies now. Did you ever see Red and Red Two? Those yeah, movies with yeah. Bruce Willis. The really cool scene where um Helen Mirren is in shotgun and the Asian guy uh, who I think oh, yeah, played yeah, yeah. Storm Shadow was uh yeah. was um driving and going under the car and like that fight scene. It was a whole thing, but it was that Lincoln Park song. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. New no, metal. It's okay. I'm all about it. It's okay. Hey, uh, if you in, enjoy listening to Christoph and I randomly talk about movies, great time to remind you, join the Patreon, because that's, yes. that's a lot of the content, although that's Christoph true. is doing his daily SGW updates, as always. That's also true. Always kicking ass with them. Uh, the you. The special episodes lately, although we have been talking about the bracket, the most recent one, it's a lot of movie talk. So if, yeah. you, if you want that that even nerdier piece of the Rough House, right. uh, jump onto the Patreon, Rough House Podcast, find us, support us, all that good stuff. Yeah, last week's episode, we pretty much were exclusive uh, wrestling talk. We did the bracket, mm-hmm. we talked about the bracket, and then we talked about uh, the Golden Lovers, uh, their reunion and getting back together with uh, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi and everything. Um, so uh, I guess we should start with uh, the bracket for this uh, this here free episode. We're already uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. We have six uh, matches that have already happened or are happening as of right now that we're recording on Thursday evening. So we decided... Uh, to do the best and worst of costumes. King of the costume is this year's theme bracket. The left side of the bracket, I'm sure you've all have seen it by now. If you're listening to the show, you probably have seen it. Um, left side of the bracket is the best, and the right side of the bracket are the worst costumes of all time. So we'll end up with the best of all time versus the worst of all time. For to, I don't know what the winner will be called, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> King of the costume. King of the that. costume. We'll send that person a eight and a half and eleven sheet of paper that tells them they're the king of the costume because that's what we can afford. Just a sheet of paper, sharpie marker. We'll make it happen. It'll look real nice. Maybe I'll get some glitter glue just to step it up. To yes, the next level. that'll be lovely. Yeah, I think I may have some of that actually. Uh, so um, let's see. Let's just break down some here. So we already had live Jushin Thunder Liger versus Rey Mysterio. I haven't mm-hmm. tabulated votes yet. I'll do that once the first round closes, then I'll release the second round bracket. So we had Liger versus Mysterio. Uh, we've had on the bad side, that was on the best uh, best side. On the worst mm-hmm. side, we had Double J Jeff Jarrett. That's J E Double F J A Double R E Double T Double J Jeff Jarrett against mm-hmm. Oz, which was Kevin Nash's uh, failed Wizard of Oz themed gimmick in WCW, which was just fucking atrocious. Um, we yeah. had yesterday also from the worst side Bastion Booger against the Berserker. Hus 
Huss, Huss. Uh, the Husses did not have it. Bastion Booger, I think, won that one handily. Uh, this one was a lot more hotly contested than I imagined it would be on the best side. Sting, we we went with Crow Sting against Big Van Vader and his yeah. massive helmet that breathes smoke or air, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, I was very surprised by that. Very really surprised. close. I'm not. I'm, I'm looking forward to tabulating all those votes and seeing how that was. Earlier today, we had um, Undertaker, and this was Justin's decree to have the Ministry of Darkness Undertaker as uh, the representative in the bracket against the Great Muda. So I had a lot of um, I. I Muda's had, you know, different get-ups over the years. I was, mm-hmm. you know, torn as to which one to choose. I think I went with this one crazy red scheme mask that just looked mm-hmm. badass. So that one was that. And then uh, this evening was Honky Tonk Man versus Ryback on the bad side. Um, and I'm biased. Mostly I put Honky Tonk Man on the bad side. Some A lot of people <laughs> like his gear. But he was a dick to me once, so I put him on the bad side of my bracket. So suck a dick, Honky Tonk Man. Suck a dick. Is there a story behind that just beyond he was a dick to you? Uh, so it was at Angel's Rock Bar, at, of all places. Already was, a great start. I was doing an appearance for the radio station, um, hanging out and giving out stuff. And Honky Tonk Man was also there just hanging out. It was a double paid appearance. It was, I think he was billed above me, rightfully so. Uh, so Honky Tonk Man and myself. And I went up to him and said, hey, man, how you doing? Uh, I'm with the radio station. Uh, you know, big wrestling fan. You mind if I snap a picture? And I don't remember what exactly he said, but he was he – was, he, he said no in a way that was very dickish and kind of just walked away from me. I was like, all right, well, yeah. fuck you, honky tonk man. So uh, I hold a grudge. This was goddamn at least eight years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Still haven't let it go. Um, so he's on the bad side of the bracket. It's okay from all accounts. From what I understand, <laughs> he's a terrible human being. And yeah. uh, you know, the, your experiences are, are indicative of, of many experiences people have had with him over the years. So yeah. you know, uh, fuck that guy. Uh, in that yeah. same regard, uh, I haven't listened to myself. My understanding is, uh, you know, his opponent in that bracket, Ryback, has a podcast. <laughs> From my understanding, it's the worst goddamn thing in the world because now all he talks about are supplements and cryptocurrency. So, oh, God. you know. <laughs> Nothing nothing says great listen like a pro wrestling podcast hosted by a guy who had two, maybe three years at the top, yeah. and we are rapidly getting further and further away yeah. from his time in the yeah. ring. In the upper yeah. middle of the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Not even the top of the top. Uh, yeah. So that's what we have so far. Tomorrow's matchups, Friday's matchups, I'm really looking forward to. On the bad side, we've got Disco Inferno versus Mantar. Oh wow! And then on the uh, on the best of the best side, best in the world's uh, division, the champion versus champion match, uh, Okada the Rainmaker against Dalton Castle. Oh so wow! That one I'm looking forward to see how that one pans out. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's Friday. There's a whole bunch more. You can check out the bracket on the Facebook or the Twitter. You'll be voting on the Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com/slash The Rough House Podcast. And uh, you know these are fun. It gets people talking and everybody you know um, involved and gets us clicks. Which which makes us uh, look good and, and stuff like that. So appreciate you clicking through there and voting Absolutely. And, and, and taking part in the brackets there. So uh, there it is. Um, yeah. Do you have any yeah. uh, any input or any anything about the bracket you want to get off your chest? Uh, I still say Glacier sucked. That's to you, Zach. <laughs> Wonderful listener, Zach. Glacier still sucked. Uh, so we've got a, a lot of random things we can talk about. I, I, I was yeah. looking over what's happened in the wrestling world. Like, I don't know about you. I feel like Raw and SmackDown this week were kind of a wash. 
like yep. we're 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 making our way to mania but it's a lot of the the stuff we've seen before i feel like a lot of the interesting stories this week are, are things going on around it we're seeing uh the wrestlemania card get formed uh yes. we know when and where all in will take place and there's also a, yes. a lot of mainstream pub that we've had some releases in the past few hours from the wwe yeah. uh uh freaking new japan's doing a show apparently at a video game tournament now which is the weirdest goddamn thing uh right. new it, titles it, being announced and other new, new titles, titles being rumored yeah and you're about to go to lucha underground so i would I also oh and lucha underground's now sending legal threats to people who post spoilers so i okay. i i i, I right. did i did want to get into this. that one yeah i did yeah, want to get into that talk one about this so okay. ryan ryan satin i guess his name i'm not yes. even sure who he writes for pw mania or something like that uh, ProWrestlingSheet.com, formerly okay TMZ. i don't know Okay, yeah. so there's a, a million of these fucking dirt sheets. So the, the, sure. here's a guy who I guess did he now did he go to Lucha Underground? Is he reporting on things that he saw live, or is he just um, just taking what everybody else has said and just putting it up on his webpage? So that is point of contention number one. Which is, according to him, he did not attend the tapings. He did not sign the NDA. Someone okay. who was at the tapings, he did not specify if it was fan right. or yeah. person on the show or whatever, because he's one of the he he's not Meltzer level in terms of you know quote unquote no. pro wrestling journalist, no. but he has a track record. He's not some random guy posting to WrestleZone.net or whatever. He has a track record. Dude used to work for TMZ and then started his own okay. to do. Anyway, he was sent the spoilers and then posted that information on his website okay so <sighs> yeah. I, I wasn't so originally i was 100 percent taking the side of of lucha underground on this shocker yeah. um because i thought that he had, <laughs> i thought that he had gone to the tapings and, right. and um voided his contract of the non-disclosure agreement and, yeah. and put the spoilers up there um and then he got sent this cease and desist um so you know I guess I, I kind of see a little bit where he's coming from, but he's also kind of being a dick about it and making this about him to get himself a lot more. Oh, uh, of course. And click like that. So that's, that's, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's wrestling Twitter, essentially just, uh, right. Just, just trying to get more followers. So trust me, I get it. Yeah. However, um, you know, when, a company like that does tapings and they try their best to avoid spoilers from getting out as to not ruin the complete experience of the product. I understand their frustration. Um, sure. and we'll talk about the NXT thing in a minute, but NXT uh, released a spoiler last night, Pretty Wednesday night, one. just to get it out there um, so that they can say that they broke the news of this happening and, and to get on top of it. And they did put spoiler in the push notification uh, and the yeah. tweet and stuff like that. So that I get, and that's okay if you want to stay on top of things that, for something big like that. But if you're spoiling uh, you know, the result of uh, the opening match of Episode 4 of Lucha Underground, I mean, really, what is that going to get you? But uh, so I will ask the question, how is this different from, you know, it used to be uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Raw was live only every other week. You'd have a live right. one on Monday, then Tuesday night. They would tape for the following Monday and sure. those results would come out or there'd be yeah. taping results for Sunday night heat shock on Saturday night, 
all these different shows. Uh, TNA Impact Wrestling has always taped weeks at a time, yeah. especially nowadays where yeah. I like I honestly couldn't tell you what's happening <laughs> in Impact in real time versus what has already been taped because there's such a lag. Yeah, and half their card is over in WWE now. <laughs> oh, right, exactly. Uh, but then you also have Ring of Honor does their tapings. Those results get out. NXT right. did their tapings last night. Those results were coming out in real time. Yeah. What, besides the fact that they promote themselves as more <laughs> of a narrative-fueled product, what separates Lucha Underground from... WWE, WCW over the years, Ring of Honor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, uh, to my knowledge and my experience of going to Ring of Honor tapings and going, uh, let's see, it's pretty much, and going to Lucha Underground before is when I went to Ring of Honor tapings, they used to do them at Two Burns back when they were first bought out by Sinclair and were fully based, you know, their home base for their shows were were in Baltimore before they become a lot more touring. I never had to sign anything before going in. Yeah. I'm not sure that people who go into NXT have to sign anything. I don't know the 100% the answer to that. But when I went to Lucha Underground before, I did have to sign that. So I think the point from Lucha, and I, I, I don't think it's you know the producers. I don't think it's Eric Van Wagner or Krista Joseph or anything like that. Um, yeah. I, I think it comes from either the network or uh, AAA because they have you know a big stake in this thing as well. It probably right. comes from them. And their whole point is we have – our people, people who attend our taping, sign something, and somewhere along the line, um, that that contract was breached, and you, <clears throat> and you're reporting on content that is not supposed to be reported on right now. So that's, I think, where they're coming from, and and that's sure. not to put Ryan Satin on, you know. Uh, on blast for 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 leaking stuff that wasn't already out there, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, do they send one to Meltzer for putting results in the? Uh, as far uh, as I know, no, nothing's been sent to him. As far as you know, the only site that has been targeted is ProWrestlingSheet.com, and I, I think probably the primary difference is Meltzer's coverage is behind a paywall, uh, right. and ProWrestlingSheet.com. You type in the address, you go there, and you get details. Period. You know, there right. there isn't that barrier uh, where uh, you know the average person who's working for AAA or or working for the LRA network or whatever, you know, constitutes this group that is sending out these legal notifications, uh, I doubt their observer subscribers and in turn logging in and going, up, oh, Uncle Dave posted the spoilers, let's send him a, a C&D. Uh, even in that, you know, uh, I, I see this in, in every rank of nerddom, whether it's releases uh, for video games coming out early or it's, right. you know, details about movies coming out out early uh watch your watch your backs nerds uh there are uh infinity war spoilers across the internet right now uh yeah yeah don't don't google around uh all i'm trying to say is like this is not something that is unique to lucha underground the only thing i think is unique is that they do have that nda for attendees of the show if those attendees are choosing to secondhand (laughs) leak information you know, there's a history of it. I, I personally don't necessarily know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. For me, I'm a little more interested in actually paying attention to Lucha Underground this season, knowing some of the things. Don't worry, Christoph. I won't say anything before you, you enter the temple this weekend. After that, we may need to talk about some stuff on the Patreon. <laughs> but, but 
But I won't be able to talk about the yeah. things that I saw. Oh, you know what? That's a great point. That is a great point. You won't be able to because <laughs> you're signing an NDA. And, of course, we at the Rough House Podcast have a lovely relationship with the fine people of Lucha Underground. Uh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. So right, I was just going to read to you what, what the, le- the, the confirmation. I got my confirmation for my weekend sure. of passes today. And it says every person will be required to sign a non-disclosure agreement and an image release prior to entering the arena to participate in the taping. Um, and, and, and that's it. I mean, I, I don't have the exact NDA in front of me, but, uh, yeah. but that's, uh, and my favorite part of this whole thing is the, the disclaimer warning, um, just to sidetrack real quick. Cause sure. fuck, why not? While you're on the set, there may be loud music, sound effects, and various stage and lighting effects, including without limitation, strobe lights, other bright flashing lights and smoke effects. While on set, you may also be exposed to extreme temperatures, such as heat, the bodily fluids of others, physical risk <laughs> and property risk. If you have experienced any negative reaction to any of the foregoing or think that you may uh, <clears throat> may such as seizures to flashing light effects or if you do not want to be exposed to any of these elements listed above please do not attend the taping or enter the set please be and this is in all caps please be aware that your attendance at the taping and on set is entirely voluntarily and at your own risk the the warning for the bod- bodily fluids of others that really well, got me I, I I guess they're preparing themselves. They throw out another, you know, AR Fox Shane Strickland hardcore match, yeah. and somebody's back looks like ground beef again. Hey, if yeah. they brawl in the crowd, blood gets on you. That's on you, friend. That's not on the fine people of the El Rey Network. That's um, right. That's right. So sorry, so, I cut you off. What were you saying? No, oh, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All, all I was just trying to get is like. I understand they're trying to handle it more like a Hollywood production, and I respect right. that. the 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 interest and the care of maintaining the the integrity of their storylines and the integrity of the product they're trying to put out there, I respect. Uh, but in the same regard, you know, they have to recognize they're a pro wrestling product, and unfortunately. <laughs> There are elements of pro wrestling, such as spoilers, that come up, but I don't think they like NXT is especially among you know the the type of wrestling fan that is super dedicated. NXT is the product, at least in the states. Yeah, and everyone kind of knows what's going to happen on NXT for the next three weeks now. I read the full spoilers, and I'm fucking stoked to watch it. Exactly, and and, and that's why I always think it's kind of weird, like. You know, even if you know the winner and loser of a match, you don't necessarily know how the match is going to go, how the match is going to feel. I feel like there are aspects of, uh, you know, what what pro wrestling is that can't be spoiled. It's like right. if someone told you the track list of an album you are really looking forward to, you know, you're really right. excited for this new release. And, OK, here's the 12 songs and here's their titles. I don't consider that a spoiler. You you'll know in this analogy you'll know what the matches are but you don't know right. you know what's the sequence of moves what the great spots are all these different right. things like there there's still a lot of things left to the imagination and, and left to be excited about so it, it's yes. a little weird it's a little weird and really in this whole thing ryan satin's gonna come out for the better so one it's a cease and desist so yeah just delete the article and that's it. You know, for all the publicity you're getting, you're going to get more views on your right. uh, little website. You're going to get more Twitter followers. I'm sure mm-hmm. some people who ate Lucha Underground will, will come to your aid with no matter what stupid thing you say next that one of the wrestlers <laughs> picks a fight with you over. Because he gets into a lot of beefs with a lot of wrestlers, I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, he's going to end up winning in this whole thing. You know, just, just take it down. And, you know, if you keep reporting spoilers and... 
then you kind of deserve uh, to have a lawsuit, is what I'm saying. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I would freaking love to see the look on the face of the judge who has to preside over it. So, wait, what are we, <laughs> what are we angry about here? TV show? <laughs> and he didn't sign a thing. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ, why are we here? <laughs> Your Honor, I'd like to call to the stand from El Inframundo, Drago. <laughs> he just spits fire all over the place. Yeah, it's fucking my, outstanding. Matanza rolls up looking like the dude from yes. Slaughterhouse. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, for your sentencing, Mr. Satin, I, uh, I am sentencing you uh, to be in the ring five minutes with Pentagon Dark, and he will break both of your arms. <laughs> there you go. So uh, on on some uh, continued things going on here. So uh, it looks like the WrestleMania cards coming to fruition. Um, yeah. You know, a, a lot of things are, are what we thought they would be. Uh, Ronda Rousey teaming up with Kurt Angle versus mm-hmm. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Uh, Roman Reigns going against Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. Uh, a weird thing about those two matches that I wanted to to get your take on Chris I was okay. thinking about those two matches and they are obviously the two big main events of Wrestlemania this year I think there's one kind of big issue with the two matches which is they're kind of negating each other now I'll, I'll explain why in a moment so you have I think I know where you're going with this yeah yeah uh and and I I'm not saying I'm the first person to point this out so you have Ronda and Kurt versus Triple H and Stephanie and the whole thing is Rhonda's getting back at the evil management for treating her poorly. So it's the worker versus the management. Right. And then you have Roman versus Brock. And the problem is Brock Lesnar is going against management. Therefore, he's the bad guy in the situation and we should cheer Roman. Is management good or bad in the WWE? It's whatever it needs it to be. <laughs> it's fluid, man. It's whatever it needs it to be. Uh, it, there are a lot of similarities uh, with these two programs. And another big question about the two of them being the main events of WrestleMania is what do you put on last? Um, yeah. Do you put on your next big thing to steal a uh, a line from Brock, which right. is now kind of being used for Ronda? Uh, do you put on the match that will get the most media attention last, being the, the Rousey mixed tag match? Or... Do you finally, four years in the making, complete WrestleMania with the coronation of Roman Reigns? So I'm, I'm, it's probably going to be that, um, but an argument could be made to have the mixed tag on um, last, especially for people yeah. who want to leave the uh, the, <laughs> the Superdome early. Uh, right, so- right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I'm if I'm WWE and I am planning a 15 hour long or however long WrestleMania is going to be this year show, uh, mm-hmm. I would put the biggest match on last. And whether WWE likes it or not, the biggest match of the night is Ronda and Kurt versus Triple yeah. H and Steph. I mean, heck, they might actually be very excited about that. Uh I mean, right now, speculation is that may go on last, which is buck wild to me because yeah. I'm I'm kind of a purist. I mean, you know, even uh, 
even I think the most fervent fan would say, you know, uh, the title should go on last. Sometimes it hasn't worked. Looking at you, uh, Hogan Rock, back at WrestleMania 18, totally fucking Jericho Triple H. Uh, But, yeah, it is weird that we're going to get, you know, the McMahon clan and the UFC star in the main event, uh, if if that's what they end up doing. Also, Kurt freaking Angle being a WrestleMania main event after 10 years of killing himself (laughs) for TNA. Weird, yeah. weird reality we're in. Um, this is a weird world. What would you pick as your main event, Chris? If if, if you were running the show, I, I think I'd have to go with with Brock, 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 and and uh, and Roman as the main event. Um, you know, one the heritage of the title, even though it's not the title, it's the universal title, but it's the title on the main show on the a show on raw so that takes precedence over pretty much everything you've got you know brock who may be on his way out but is still um a big name uh yeah maybe not as much of a draw as everybody had thought um but and you have you know the guy who's going to be the next uh next face of the company i mean that's that's just call it what it is you know cena is taking a lot of time off brock's probably leaving that leaves a huge void at the top and all signs point to roman as it has for the past few years so you know it'll be the fourth year third year in a row with roman reigns uh standing tall at the end of a wrestlemania third or fourth i can't even remember uh, uh Third. Him versus him versus Brock two, three, this four. year. Thirty-two, three, four. Yeah. yeah. Last year was Taker. The year before was Triple H. Oh um, yeah. Oh, and and technically thirty-one. He was in the main. Even right, if but he Seth was the tall. one who stood tall yeah. in the end. Uh, right. It, 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 it's it's really weird. I mean, I I I appreciate the fact that for something we shit on WWE about so much, you know that that lack of long-term booking, they're sticking to their guns and going with the long-term booking of Reigns Lesnar I just it, it isn't working for me and this isn't even coming from that part of me that's like oh you know Roman's not that good or anything like that it's just it's so weird between the the whole like worked shoot aspect of it which reeks of late era WCW and and yeah. like they go out and have Lesnar do a shitty 35 second match against Kane at a house show in the hopes that, that will piss off people to turn against Brock in time for me. Kinda like, is. Uh, it, it is, but at the same time, <laughs> how many people is it pissing off? It's pissing off the IWC. Is it pissing off, you know, Joe Schmo and Peoria, who's on the fence about getting the network? I don't know. I don't know if that's making him want to see the show and see, you know, the Roman Empire get the title and all these different things. It, it's just... Well, that's it's, why Roman's talking about it, is to yeah. make people know about it and to make himself the sympathetic baby here yeah i i'm just not feeling it like it, 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 it yeah it, it just feels like this this scenario of uh i don't give a shit about either one of them in the end which yeah i i, I don't I want to care. I want to care. I recognize that a lot of people in the, you know, especially those who decide to, as as I said in the intro, speak into internet purchase microphones, yeah. uh, they, they like to shit on the WWE. They like to shit on Roman Reigns. I don't enjoy doing it. I want to look forward to WrestleMania. I want to look right. forward to the wrestling show that is going to be on. Uh, it just feels like they're just, pushing a square peg through a round hole for the fourth or fifth time in a row. And 
I, I I almost want this guy who keeps claiming he's going to show that Roman bought Roy's room to pop up just so we can move on and put Braun in that spot. Like, I don't yeah. want Roman Reigns, uh, the person, to get caught in a steroid scandal. I just want right. something to move this along because I'm tired of it at this point. Well, and, and indifference is a problem. Uh, if I'm WWE and a lot of people are sharing your opinion of just being indifferent about this main event, um, then that is a problem. And they have to, you know, correct course and, and you know, have, you know, have a pull apart. Those always work uh, to get people hyped for something. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul doing a long promo and Reigns coming out and saying bitch 15 times. That's only going to work so much. Um, so yeah, do, do a little more. Yeah. I, I I'm kind of with you do a little more. I mean, I've, I've accepted the fact that the match is happening and that it's sure. probably going to be last and that Roman is winning and that this may be the end of Brock for a little while until he loses in UFC or whatever the fuck's going to happen. So right. I don't know. I, I'm kind of just whatever at this point, my, my eye rolling, uh, ended <laughs> after elimination chamber for a couple days. And then I'm just like, eh. It is what it is. I'm sure the match, they'll beat the shit out of each other and it'll be fine. We if all know what's going to happen at the end, so there you go. If the the match is anything like the one they were on their way to having at WrestleMania yeah. 31 before Seth ran in, it'll probably be awesome. I don't know if we're yeah. going to get that Brock, though, because it seems like there are, there are two Brocks. There's Brock yes. that gives a shit and gives his all. Uh, you know, we've seen that against Samoa Joe. We've seen that, uh, you know, like the, the three-way AJ we Styles. had with well, AJ Styles match. We saw the three-way he had with uh, Cena and Seth Rollins at the Rumble mm-hmm. like two years back. There There is a Brock who is giving to professional wrestling and puts on great matches and makes guys look good. And then there's the Brock who's like, well, this is a paycheck for me and I don't give a fuck. And I well, don't know yeah. which Brock is going to show up for this match. Well, if I'm Roman Reigns and I'm headlining WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar again, and five minutes into the match, I see that laissez-faire Brock Lesnar show up, I'm tossing a couple potatoes at him, getting him to fire <laughs> up, and be like, I'll take the fucking beating. We're in the main event. Let's do this shit. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, Roman's a tough guy. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from the guy, and he'll he'll give it right back to you. So that's, that's what I want. I want... A, a legit shoot fight where they're just beating the piss out of each other for my entertainment. And Lord knows Brock's capable of it. And uh, that's, that's just, that's, that's my ideal yeah. sitch right there. So the rest of the card, uh, more stuff's becoming official. There's a triple threat for the intercontinental championship, uh, which I hear may end up adding more people at some point, but yeah, it's, Miz it's defending like. against uh, Rollins and Balor um as of right now so that's a great match on paper love everything about it the miz continues to carry uh the bulk of the promotion promo wise uh you know he's he's the best promo out of all five men uh in that program mr raj included yeah Um, so you know rollins rollins can hold his own and and finn talks all funny so you know miz miz can do the heavy lifting uh i'm okay with that uh was was something else announced or was just those two announced uh i i think that's all we have that's official cruiserweights uh yeah so whatever the 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 finals of the cruiserweight uh not classic cruiserweight uh title tournament ends up being uh which has been and continues to be uh fucking fantastic on 205 live uh in fact uh i think it was the the um the uh was it is it i always forget if it's blake or murphy that finally showed buddy, up buddy buddy murphy uh, buddy murphy 
Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali is a must watch if you haven't checked it out. Yes, last week. I did that was last week, right? Uh no, it was this this week's. It was uh Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tuesday right. night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it was Mark Andrews, and who did Mark Andrews lose to? Uh, Mark Andrews lost to Drew Gulak, and Gulak. Gulak's getting super serious, which is awesome to see again. Uh, but another great show, and I and I can't wait to see what the finals end up being. Also, I can't wait to see if they actually end up being on the main show, or if they end up getting stuck on the pre-show. Come on, uh, pre-show, get the fuck out! Uh, <laughs> you have a, you have five hours. You can you can make the title seem important yeah. for Ask five Austin minutes. Ask Austin Aries and Neville how that worked out. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, I I talked to Neville, but you know, no one's allowed to right now. Uh, <laughs> he's he's just lost in Newcastle upon Tyne in England, just <laughs> grumbling into his drink. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think what we're going to see, it looks like we are going to see Alexa versus Nia for the Raw title, which I know a lot yeah. of people thought it'd be uh, Alexa Asuka. We, we are getting the build of... A Naya face turn, which, what did you think of, of the Naya face turn angle on Raw this week? Um, interesting. I think she she may be able to pull it off, but she doesn't scream underdog yeah. <laughs> to me in any way possible. She's the irresistible force, although she's really the immovable object, which they still have fucked <laughs> up and have not fixed. But either way, <laughs> it, it bothers me so goddamn much. That's that's not. This was your own thing. The irresistible <laughs> force meets the immovable object, and you can't remember which one was fucking which. The big guy, the big one, is the, the immovable, immovable object. object. Yeah, not the irresistible force. You dumb fucks, fix it. <laughs> um, but you know, I think I think them building to that match with Alexa and Naya. Makes sense. They, there's a story there that's been going back for for quite some time. They're they're best friends in real life, so I think they'll have a really good match together. And if it leads to Oscar versus Charlotte, which originally I thought may have been too soon to happen, um, yeah. then I'm all for it because that's really the only other option at this point. Right. She's, if she's not going for Raw title, she has to go for SmackDown from winning the Rumble. Um, and Oscar beating Charlotte at WrestleMania and then going to SmackDown and murdering all those women now. Sign me up. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. So yeah. I think, um, you know, it not being a triple threat and allowing that to happen is probably the, the wise choice right here. Yeah. Uh, two two quick thoughts on that. First things first, uh, I'm not opposed to Nia being a face. I, I, I think there's been uh, enough of, uh, you know, the WWE messaging uh, about, you know, how Nia uh, is is a model you know body body positivity all of that like yeah. it, it always seemed incongruent with her being this you know destructive heel yeah. so i i think making her face is a good idea that being said having her cry backstage remind me a little too much of the stuff they would do at the big show to make him sympathetic and <laughs> i was just like uh, uh, i don't know I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, if Asuka goes to SmackDown, I think we just found Justin's new fetish, which is just watching videos of Asuka beat the shit out of Ruby Riot on a loop. <laughs> I'd, get, I'd get behind that as well. Although yeah. Ruby actually held her own in a promo this week on SmackDown, so good for yeah. her. She's uh, she's she's progressing. Broken um, clock right twice a day. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, elsewhere on SmackDown, not really sure anything WrestleMania-wise from SmackDown. They're waiting till no. Fastlane pans out to really uh, 
really, really work that out. I'm going to go ahead. I am going to go ahead and say they listen because just added to the fast lane card on SmackDown this week is Rusev versus Shinsuke right. Nakamura. Right. How many times have we brought up this idea of a match? <laughs> I guess Road Dog was a couple episodes behind. He was like, yeah, oh, you know yeah. what? These guys make a good point. <laughs> you know, he, he was he stopped rehearsals for With My Baby Tonight uh, yeah. for the Hall of Fame induction and decided to write a fucking show for once. Right. So, <laughs> good yeah. on you, Road Dog. Good on you. Who needs the other five weeks of television when you can build an entire card in two hours, right? Come on. <laughs> well, they have, uh, yeah, three matches or at least two were announced on yeah, Tuesday yeah. night. They, that they, and the tag match, the women's tag match. Right, uh, which is crazy. There's more than one women's match that's actually signed in advance for a pay-per-view. What a world. Yeah, uh, I know. I, I am really looking forward to Rusev versus Nakamura, not just because it's a it's a match that's been in my wildest dreams for some time now. I think the build's fun and silly enough. I think it'll be a good sh- showcase for Nakamura. Hopefully, this isn't one of those things where they go, all right, three minutes, and it's a squash with the Kinshasa. Yeah. I want them to have a good match. I want them to to throw down and show us what they've got because I think Shinsuke needs that big time performance on the main roster before WrestleMania. So so the people who didn't watch him in NXT can go, you know what? Him versus AJ is going to be bonkers. So I agree. I agree. I think that's a, that's a really good point. And I, it's something I just really want to see because I love both those guys. And, you know, I'm not sure where Rusev is going to end up WrestleMania wise, probably just in the Memorial Battle Royal if they do it. I read something that they may not be uh, doing it this year. Yeah, it, it, that? yeah. It sounds like a lot of things are up in the air uh, about the Mania card. Uh, you know, not to bounce back, bounce back to Raw, but it sounds like the Bar may not be doing anything at WrestleMania, oh, which is weird because the the talk earlier this week was that the Bar would be going against a team that doesn't currently exist. Which, right. which makes a lot of people think it might be a whole Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy thing, because God knows that's what we need in this oh, world. Uh, oh, we do need to talk about Ultimate Deletion coming up. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't really know, because also on on the uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal front, it sounded like if they can't figure out something to do with the Shane Bryan angle, uh, Zayn and Owens, after a year long run of main eventing SmackDown. <sighs> Get to be in the battle royal that no one gives a shit about. That's a damn shame is what that is. Yeah, yeah. If if I'm Kevin Owens, if I'm Sami Zayn, I'm calling my buddies Nick and Matt Jackson and Cody Rhodes and saying, Hey guys, do you need some extra bodies on September 1st? <laughs> no, they, they can recover. I, I don't think it's the end of the line for, for either of those two. And I think maybe with what happened um, at the end of SmackDown with Sami, maybe yeah. heading back towards the uh, the good side of things, um, you could always reheat that rivalry. It's, it's rinse and repeat. Those those two uh, yeah. are great beating the shit out of each other. So that's, I, I you know, I don't think we've seen the last of either of them uh, at the top of a card. Hope not. Maybe it's just wishful thinking. Who knows? With the brand split kind of being lessened and uh, pay-per-views going back to being co-branded once a month, there will be less spots. So maybe they are one of the ones who get lost in the shuffle. I mean, Owens has had a pretty pretty damn good run in WWE so far. Zayn, not as, not as successful outside of NXT. But I would, I would hate... I would love and hate to see them show up in Chicago on right. 9-1 uh, at All In. Uh, it, I'm sure the Bucks and Cody would fucking love it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. That's yeah. how you get 10,000 people into that arena. Uh, it, it, well, here's it a question. A, yeah. Can, I'm sorry. I, I'm terrible at cutting you off. Could you no, book El Generico for All In? 
<laughs> I I would I would love for them to book El Generico for All In, but it's not Sami Zayn right. under the mask. It's just yeah, it's some Justin. like yeah, it's Justin <laughs> exactly. Throw a throw a gangly gangly man underneath the mask. Yeah. I mean, Justin's tattoos would probably give it away a little bit, but yeah, you know, maybe fuck it. Just throw a guy out there, have him brainbuster a guy on a turnbuckle, and ten thousand <laughs> people in Chicago will be doing backflips in their seats. It'll be great. That's true. That's true. Uh, so, uh, I, I mentioned it a, a second ago, ultimate deletion. Uh-huh. It looks like, well, not looks like, it sounds like it's being taped already. It sounds like it's yeah, already today, being filmed at yeah. the Hardy compound. And weirdly enough, not going to be on Mania. It's going to be on Raw soon. I think that's a smart choice, actually. I, I, I think, think it's a smart choice also. Yeah, having it on Mania, having... Um, however many people are going to cram into the uh, Superdome, watch something on TV. I think they learned a lesson from Raw 25 to yeah. have their crowd watch all this shit on TV. And that, you know, that can't be a quick thing. They have to give that at least 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, undoubtedly. Um, if not more. So I think doing that on Raw, you know, make it as wonderfully low rent and spectacular as the total nonstop deletion and total deletion was, um, I think uh, I think I think it's where it belongs. I'm curious to see what kind of old tricks they pull out of the um, of the broken handbook. Uh, do we see Rebbe? Do we see King Maxwell or Senor Benjamin? Do yeah. we see Skarsgård or the Lake of Reincarnation? Do we see Husky Harris? Do we uh, do we see do Shane we s- Helms? Uh, do we yes. see Shane Helms as the Hurricane? Do we see Bray's dad IRS show up? Do we see Holy Bo shit. Dallas show up? Uh, Give me you know, fucking IRS. Do we see uh, Rowan and Harper show up for no fucking reason? Because really, what else are yeah. they doing? Uh, you know, do we see Jeff show up and and like flip off of a thing? Uh, right. You know, like th- there's any number of different things that could happen. I can say th- in in the positive side again, choosing to look on the positive side of this and hope for the best. They have Jeremy Borash under right. their employee now. They have. Everyone who was crucial to the original Broken Matt storyline. Right. It's basically in the WWE's court now to blow it. They have the most perfect <laughs> yep. scenario they can to make this work. This is something that people wanted in the Total Nonstop Deletion era. They wanted to see, because I, I, if I remember right, Bray and Matt you know, had a little back and forth on Twitter at the time. People wanted to they see did. how those two would interact. This is the opportunity to put it together and make it, you know, the the uh, you know cheesy B movie it's supposed to be. Yes, I hope it's great, and, and by great I mean I hope it's terrible great. <laughs> like yes. I, that's that's what I need it to be. Just the 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 right side film. of schlocky, yeah, the r- right side of schlocky, right side of weird. I hope it turns out well. I'm not holding my breath for it to be enjoyable though. <laughs> uh, well. T- We'll see. the uh, yeah. The jury is out on all that, and uh, I, like I said, I, I like you said. I hope uh, I hope it is great and successful, and uh, you know, yeah. reinvigorates Matt and give Bray something to do, and Brother Nero if he shows up. I think there's right. the possibilities are there, so I, I am looking forward to that. Um, all in. We were talking about that a couple minutes yeah. ago. They they announced the city. It is Chicago, the Sears whatever place. Um, that I think holds up to eleven thousand five. Right. 
Uh, yeah. I think I read from Uncle Dave earlier. So, you know, there's there's room there. They haven't really announced anybody aside from themselves and Kenny Omega and uh, Stephen Amell, the uh, yeah. Arrow guy. Basically, so those are the only ones who are confirmed. Uh, Flip Gordon lost his chance to be all in, which is a fun gimmick <laughs> that they did right. at the uh, Manhattan Center last weekend. He's all out, so that's funny. Uh, you know, Skrull will be there more mm-hmm. likely than not. Uh, there'll probably be some more um, Ring of Honor people there, possibly a few more New Japan people there. Yeah, um, you know your your wild cards of WWE uh, people who aren't signed under any kind of Legends deal right. or or something like that, former yeah. employees. Like, I don't want to see a Ryback there, but oh, it, I don't think Ryback it, it's, possible. Seats, but uh, it's possible. It's uh, possible. A Mick Foley could show up there. Uh, I'm not know. sure how their Legends deals work with that, though. I, I think he's totally off a deal. I think his deal wrapped up shortly after he left Raw. Oh, really? Um, so I think he's totally, like, you know, running solo again. Um, Jericho? Jericho could show up uh, unless he gets signed between now and then. Or Rey Mysterio yeah. could show up. Um, yeah, you know there, there's definitely a wide spot. We could even have your, you know, the John Morrison's of the world show up here. I know, yep. I know they already announced uh, uh, Tessa Blanchard to be on the okay. card. Um, oh, I didn't hear that. All right. Uh, so she is, you know, going to be re- representing the the women's side of independent wrestling. Um, right. Definitely indicates that probably if he weren't signed to NXT, you probably would have had a ricochet on that show. Maybe sure. we could see a Will Ospreay pop up, um, especially because he's so linked to Marty Skrull and guys like that. I do mm-hmm. know uh, that in a, a, a in a tweet where he was basically all but saying it, uh, Conrad Thompson was saying that there's going to be a, a fan convention yeah. uh, live podcasts the whole to do uh, yeah. around the show so it sounds like they're trying to make it uh, you know a proper Wrestlemania esque destination weekend you know surrounding the show which I think is the smartest move to get all the wrestling nerds in one spot yeah, king king of the indies. I mean, you can and what what kind of struck uh, me was and you tweeted this out earlier. I watched it yeah. earlier in the day, but forgot to tweet it. The Rolling Stone piece that they did yeah. about All In with the Bucks and Cody sitting there talking about it, and Cody name dropped Lucha Underground. Um, for the first, I don't think I've ever heard either of those three yeah. ever, ever really reference uh, Lucha. So having some of those guys um, come over and do the show, I think, would help uh, You know, get your cages, maybe Pentagon on there or the Lucha mm-hmm. Bros. Uh, uh, Jeff Matt Cobb. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Cobb. I don't think Riddle's in Lucha, but he just popped in my head. He's, um, he's definitely another one of those guys I could see. Uh, 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 Zack Sabre Jr., another one of those yeah. guys. I mean, yeah. they they could make it literally you know, a who's who of name indie guys, throw them all together on one show. And and you know just make it this uh, you know Woodstock of Indie Mania 2018 yeah Indie Mania yeah. 2018 Indie Wrestling all in one spot. Um, also, I I don't know if you know Joey Ryan he's connected to the Being the Elite show. It sounds like Being in the Elite is <laughs> right. kind of the official unofficial kayfabe of the All In show. Right, uh, yeah. So you know all the ways he's been referenced. I wouldn't be surprised to see him on the show. Uh, it, no. it, Either. It could be really big. I do wonder also if they're going to do anything in terms of streaming it. Um, I, nothing's been worked out yet, but I, I have a feeling one way or another, whether it's through uh, the Honor Club or just traditional pay-per-view, maybe they work out something with Twitch. I mean, options are out there. Um, you know, if I'm Facebook, I'm hollering at fucking Cody and uh, – and, and and the Bucks and be like, hey, you know, we're doing this thing, this mixed match thing. It may piss yeah. off Vince a little bit, 
But, you know, if Facebook's trying to make this Facebook watch thing happen, mm-hmm. um, and or YouTube TV is trying to happen too. Right. You know, there there are outlets now that um, can can supply that kind of service. And I think the audience is there as well. So, yeah. you know, I, I think the, the bet was 10,000 people um, in right. person. I'm not sure if, if uh, pay-per-view buys would count as a draw yeah, for the yeah. 10,000. Um, yeah. But I hope it wouldn't come to that. But you know, I think with, I think with all the indie guys that we were rattling off there, that that's a good show. But I still feel like you need a couple marquee mm-hmm. legend, big draw names. Yeah, um, and you know, uh, Chicago. Obviously, everybody's mind goes to CM Punk and AJ Lee. I would love to see either or both of them there. Um, Absolutely, just, just just to help out. And and you know, they they definitely need. Somebody of that stature, a Mick Foley, like you said, somebody of that yeah. level to really help put butts in the seats. Yeah, they they need to either have that that holy shit booking like a CM Punk, or they need that holy shit match, which I think is going to be harder to put together. You know, if you asked me at the beginning of this year what would be on that card, I would think right. maybe you're going to do Omega and Ibushi against the Young Bucks, but they're doing that at uh, the New Japan US show. I would have said, yeah. okay, maybe Omega versus Cody. Well, that's happening Mania weekend, and it's drawing yeah. five thousand people for Ring of Honor. So. I, I don't really know what is the match that they can put together that makes people go, you know what? I'm going to buy a plane ticket. I'm going to book a hotel. I'm going to buy front row tickets. I know that they're probably putting all their heads together to figure out what that unheard of match is, that unheard of right. draw to push that barrier over beyond just making it the destination show. I'm sure yeah. they're trying to think of what it could be, but you know, if they said, Hey, Marty, Give us a match. I don't fucking know. I don't know what they could do yeah. that isn't already happening or already booked. You know, it, it, it's hard to it's, pick. It's it's double hard because they don't have weekly TV aside from being the elite, but not like in ring action yeah. to build storylines. Sure, people can cut promos on their phones and send it to them, and they can slice it into the being the elite show. Right. But that's not the same as having a weekly television program where you're pushing storylines to this big event, i.e. the road to WrestleMania. So, yeah. you know, uh, and uh, they're not trying to put 100,000 people in like like WrestleMania does, but 10,000 right. is still a big number, and it is hard. It's, it's hard to find... Um, a combination of people that piques people's interest enough uh, to fly across the country to do that. I mean, PWG is successful with that. You know, some they do their Mystery Vortex show, but they don't announce anybody who's going to be there, and it sells yeah. out. But PWG is a couple hundred people in a bingo yeah. hall in Reseda. So I think it's, it's seven hundred people. The same yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. So it's not the same thing, but the idea is there that um, reputation alone. Um, almost guarantees uh, decent action, and that's a selling point. So, whereas you want it, you want these huge marquee matches. On the other hand, uh, with the people that they are targeting, which are indie wrestling dorks who know all these people, just having them on the card should be enough to get you know the people who aren't uh, sewer dwellers and, and broke as fuck uh, to come <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see how it comes together. Like I, I. I've said it before on the show. I genuinely want this show to succeed because yeah. I, I want there to, you know, to, to be this thing that people can point to and say, well, there's more than WWE. I, I think yeah. this is definitely the closest anyone will be able to get. You know, no one else has the 
mainstream exposure like the bullet club and the young bucks and all do the fact that you can just hop into your local mall and buy their t-shirts from hot topic is still one of the weirdest things in the world uh (laughs) but you know uh it it means they have a a weight and and sort of a sway in professional wrestling that just a handful of people do i you know if i ask people uh, you know down the street like okay who who's kevin owens they definitely don't know but now you know what? I I saw a guy walking around my neighborhood wearing a Jimmy's face, famous seafood shirt that was a Bullet Club ape, and like, you know, the the <laughs> fact the fact that that I I live in a world where the Bullet Club design is being aped by local restaurants. Granted, one that loves professional wrestling, but people yes. are are walking around proudly wearing that. Like, it's a very very weird thing to see, and and it tells me that they it have. Is. They have penetrated pop culture in a way that few have in wrestling today. Yeah, I saw a still shot from uh, last weekend's Ring of Honor show at the Hammerstein, Hammerstein, Hammerstein Ballroom, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Um, and the still shot was of like maybe the first five rows of the crowd. Yeah. Every single person had a variation of the Bullet Club shirt on. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that's like the main target is is Ring of Honor right now. But still, of course, I mean, it harkened back to when everybody and their mother had an NWO shirt. Exactly. uh, Back in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. So, you know, it's 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 a it's a weird time to be weird and great time to be a fan. Yeah. uh, And and undoubtedly very enjoyable. Uh, I, I will say as. Uh, as we look at you know what what's going on in the wrestling world, we did see uh, you know some departures from WWE today. Uh, two announced yeah. so far. Sounds like there might be some more coming down the line. Uh, Abby Lath, formerly Princess Kimberly on the Indies, was released from yeah. NXT. So was Sage Beckett, who people knew as Andrea or uh, Rosie Lottalove in Impact. I don't know if you remember her. Basically, no. her gimmick was she was super fat, and then she lost a shit ton of weight. And got signed by WWE. That's pretty much what it boiled down to. Uh, The most I really remember Beckett doing was I think she got eliminated in the first round of the Mae Young Classic. And she was rumored to be... Uh, I think she was rumored to be Sister Abigail at one point. Um, yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but She tweeted something out about it. She kind of made her yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. Which, hey, you know what? Uh Build Get your yourself brand. over any way you can, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, definite surprise, kind of a bummer to see uh, Abby Lath Kimberly get released. You know, she she yeah. didn't progress super far in the May Young Classic, but she did get to advance, which made me mm-hmm. think they were high on her, and she was signed at the same time as as her running buddy uh, uh, Heidi Loveless, now Ruby Riot. I was definitely surprised to see those two not sort of grow at the same speed and and what have you. I don't know if that's why, you know, she hasn't been on TV and they they let her go. Maybe she wasn't doing what they wanted, but definitely a bummer to see what I thought was kind of a can't miss ladies talent get released today. Well, this and this is kind of brings up an issue I've been having with NXT is it's really only been focusing on two or three women. That's yeah. that's pretty much it. All yeah. these other very talented women um, are just kind of lost in the shuffle. You know, Nikki Cross doesn't have much to do. Um, Bianca Belair is a great talent that they're they're trying to develop. You have people like your Abby Lathes um, who didn't. There wasn't TV time for them, um, right? Because they were limited to one women's segment. It's it's kind of I don't want to say it's devolving back to what it was, but. 
it's kind of there's an embarrassment of riches in NXT in the men's yeah. division right now, so they definitely want to get all that on, and and the women are kind of uh, paying the price for it, and, and it's a shame because you know like the iconic duo. I know they went yeah. away for some uh, enhancement surgeries or whatever, mm-hmm. but a lot of talent, uh, talented women in NXT that just haven't been given uh, really anything. Uh, what, what's her name? The um, the she had the All American gimmick. What the fuck? Uh, What's her name? I don't even remember. She was in the Mae Young Classic. She had like the pinup uh, American. Uh, uh, no, I can't it, remember her goddamn name. Yeah. And that's a, that's part of the problem. That's part of the problem. Is, well, I, the one I was going to bring up was D- Dakota Kai because Dakota, Dakota Kai, Kai, yeah, she seems like you know a, a Bailey level natural super baby face. I think people yeah, get she's behind. Cute. Uh, yeah, totally adorable. And uh, uh, Sheena Baszler destroying her elbow was one of the craziest yeah. things I've seen on NXT t- TV in some time. So, yeah. you know, I look at that and I go, such a bummer that she's not being used more. And I do worry, uh, you know what? Uh, are, are, are we free to talk in NXT spoiler here? Because it is the one that they pushed out there. Well, spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler, now spoiler. We're talking spoiler, about spoiler, it. spoiler. Yes. The fact that they're adding another men's title to yeah. NXT concerns me even more about the women's division. They are silly with talented women right now. Uh, uh, you know, Candice LeRae just got signed. They signed yeah. uh, uh, Casey, whatever her name is, from American Ninja Warrior. You know, oh, yeah, Catazaro, Catazaro yes. or something like that. Yeah, they're, they're signing all of these women, and I get it. The, the goal is to replicate the success of the four horsewomen again and again and again. But if you are adding... Another title. Well, that tells me that four out of the standard five matches on a takeover are already going to be taken up. World yeah. title, women's title, this new North American title, tag title. That's four out of five. Unless they're expanding yeah. takeover to be a full three-hour event, which I don't really want. I like the two and a half hours. It's nice. Uh, I, I don't know. Something's got to give. I think that's that's the big problem here. Something has to give, and right now nothing is. Well, uh, and uh, you don't seem like you'd be too receptive to this. Maybe do an offshoot, either expand NXT to two hours weekly or Mm. do separate men and women shows on NXT. If they were um, if they were expanding the network, I, I think that would be a smart move because it would give everyone that opportunity to grow and build because I know they've got easily a dozen women right now in developmental, yeah. if not more. And, and I would like to see them because that was one of the things that was so appealing about NXT. That, that's what I thought the Mae Young Classic was meant to do, was build up right. these women and, and, and push them to the stratosphere of NXT. It, it feels like they're getting left a little behind. I, I, don't, I don't know the solution. I'll flat out say that. I don't know what will fix it. Well, just, just focus a little more on the other women. I don't know. I don't know. You know. <laughs> uh, well, look, here's the thing. They take four, three or four episodes at a time. Um, yeah. You don't have to hit on um, the same storylines back-to-back shows. So yeah. even if you don't do a two-hour show – Kind of treat it as such where two episodes equal one where, um, you know, you hit on all these different 
storylines with with women and tag teams and and stuff like that and give give everybody a chance you know i know cn is your champ he doesn't have to be on every show um yeah you know i know uh uh the undisputed era is one of the hottest things going right now they don't have to be on every show sometimes less is more you know give people the chance to 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 hone their chops on tv uh you know adam cole doesn't need time in front of a, a monitor to to make himself more comfortable he's adam cole baby so exactly. you know there there are people there because this is kind of becoming the thing where you know it's it's becoming less developmental and more uh hey we signed this awesome guy right right <laughs> which i love it's it's a catch-22 because i love it but at the same time still develop people yeah, it, it is definitely becoming a scenario where, for better or for worse, WWE is becoming that kid who has all the toys in his sandbox and he doesn't want to share. The The fact right. that they have all of this talent in NXT right now, they've signed guys like EC3, Ricochet, um, yeah. Adam Cole is a recent example, but again, I don't know that they needed an Adam Cole when they had a Roddy Strong right. and you know all these other guys yeah. waiting in the Galloway's wings. Galloway's back. Uh, Galloway's back, injured, sure, but they have War Machine out there. And, yeah. and, and I get that at a point, a big group of guys is going to get called up and put into SmackDown and Raw. They need to replenish, but I then worry that you're going to end up with more people like your Mandy Roses, your Sonya Deville's, your Ruby Riots, your Liv Morgans, where they get put on TV, they're not ready yet, and they kind of just float into the ether because they haven't had the appropriate seasoning they need. And I don't really know the the perfect solution there. I don't know either. Um, you know, I threw out a couple ideas, but hopefully, hopefully they, they, they kind of fine-tune it because NXT as a whole... I, I am enjoying, and it's it's sure, doing totally. really well, and the storylines are captivating, and I like most of the talent there. But um, I, I guess it's kind of greedy of us to just want more. I don't know. Are <laughs> we just entitled uh, internet wrestling pricks right now? Well, you can let us bit. know. You can let us know <laughs> right on Twitter, right on Facebook. Oh, uh, they will. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you know what? You're right. It it is a great show. I guess I just want, in that same regard, that I, when Raw and SmackDown are shitty, I want them to be better. When something is as good as NXT, I just want more of it and more of it I know. and more of it. I know. Me too. So I and, and I wouldn't hate a three hour. NXT pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. You know, the the work wait, the work rate is such that another half hour to an hour isn't going to break my bank. I may be even more tired after it because you also have the UK title that's often uh, oh, Christ. defended on, on NXT as well. Yeah, so what's even another... going on with that now? We, we Like, that was supposed to be its own brand, and now it's the yeah, de facto NXT mid-card title. Oh, Christ. I don't know what they're going to do with it all. But I do know one thing, sir. Yeah. This weekend, my friend, you were on a journey. <laughs> you are making the pilgrimage. Pilgrimage you're, to the Ice Temple. To the Ice Temple. You're going to go long. You're going to go far. You're yeah. going to have to sell a kidney to put yourself up in a hotel room for a night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm excited. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm mostly prepared. I have uh, – it, 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 and this is just me. You'll probably laugh at this. The way I get prepared is I make sure I have enough media to keep myself occupied on the plane. <laughs> Dude, I do the same thing. I do the exact so same thing. on my iPad, I downloaded The Winter Soldier because that's where I am on my MCU rewatch. <laughs> I have a, a little shitty Fire tablet 
that I have downloaded a bunch of uh, graphic novels on. So I'm going to get through uh, uh, Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War. I downloaded the two first uh, big omnibus books of the Onslaught Slaga saga wow. from uh, from X-Men back in the day. And I think I also downloaded the uh, Dark Phoenix Saga as well um, to read. And then I also, on my phone... <laughs> downloaded uh to watch pop star never stop never stopping because i love that movie uh and that's something you know that's something i don't mind watching on my phone so (laughs) i have i have media to go i'm good with that um leaving tomorrow morning uh flying out of uh of bwy nonstop to las vegas i have uh i don't know if you can see these here i've got a uh you see that oh that's a del taco gift card that it that it is, and I also have an in and out one. I had these uh, from last trip to L.A. and I kept them, hoping I would someday return. And here we are. That day has come. I have uh, I think six. I have what? Uh, what's left on this in and out one? Sixteen dollars eighty eight cents in in and out. Not sure what's left on the Del Taco one, but uh, I've got gift cards for food. Okay, uh, I was emailing. I got my, uh, my my confirmation emails for the tapings Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. Um, I'm stoked and ready to go on those. I, I may be getting some interviews. She asked me if I wanted to oh. do interviews. I said, absolutely. I rattled off a couple names. I'm not even sure if these people are still on the show. And I even put in the email, like, I haven't read spoilers, so I'm not sure what talent will be available. <laughs> but I said, oh, let, me, let me pull up the email because the list of people I asked for. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Love to do some interviews. Johnny Mundo, Taya, Cage, Killshot, Jeremiah Crane, Joey Ryan, and Katrina are at the top of my list. Just because I don't want to deal with an interpreter. Uh, <laughs> but I said, mind you, I haven't read any spoilers, so I'm not 100% sure what talent will be there. But I'm open to talk to just about anyone. So um, we'll see what happens with uh, with interviews there. I kind of really want to talk to Jeremiah Crane because he or Solomon or Sammy Callahan. He's had so yeah. many fucking names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> he's had a he's had an interesting week so yeah, he, if i if i get to talk to him I'm, I'm looking forward to that uh hopefully he'll leave his baseball bat at home yeah yeah fingers and toes are crossed and more importantly fingers toes are crossed for the health of your asshole because jesus christ del taco <laughs> is gonna run through you like the fucking marathon man oh my god i had god. it last time it wasn't that bad i think my my stomach is so conditioned to taco bell that I don't think Del Taco is really gonna. Uh, it didn't affect it much last time, and I don't. Th- I ate it before I went to the tapings last time, and I had no problem. So I know I ro- really rolled the dice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> what do you What do you think the shitter situation's like in the new temple? Oh uh, well, I'm trying to remember what it was last time. I think they were just porta potties last time. So not great is the short answer. Um, and I, I will probably bring some emodium because I usually do for these uh, for these instances just as a backup. So I look, I I know what I am. I know what I'm going to do. So I'm just going to bring some emodium and be prepared for it. And also, which Lucha Underground <laughs> superstar are you going to stuff into your bag and take with you as overhead luggage? <laughs> Well, I mean, Phoenix is probably the only one that would fit. <laughs> there we wouldn't go. Mind, wouldn't mind, uh, wouldn't mind grabbing uh, Taya and sticking her in there, but I'd have to fight off the whole worldwide underground for that. Not yeah. really uh, up to par for that. Um, yeah, I, I, dude, I'm, I, I'm like so. Usually on Thursday evenings, I'm exhausted. Can you tell how wired I am tonight? Yeah, um, <laughs> you're. you're <laughs> 
the to, to the listener because this is an audio medium you can't tell Kristoff is glowing like he's pregnant <laughs> right now <laughs> that's just the reflection off my bald head and the overhead light marty come on oh okay all right all right i, I, no, I also thought it deep. might be a fucking food baby from all the pizza rolls you've been eating i did have a fair amount of pizza rolls for dinner uh you also can't tell but underneath uh the, you know the bottom half i'm wearing no pants and i'm fully aroused so hi ho to lucia underground the rough house podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster and marty follow us at roughhouse sgw on twitter and facebook.com slash the roughhouse podcast become a donor to the rough house at patreon.com slash the rough house podcast and check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital u c e g j two one n lowercase w capital g lowercase k capital p m lowercase l capital d n seven lowercase c three lowercase r lowercase f u v q this is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network.